0: Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those of you who are wanting to really rock your life and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. I am excited. I am here with my super shy Fanny Physio. <laughs> yes, this woman knows me. She know you know parts of me that my wife Alice hasn't even been to yet. Yes. Yep. No one else knows. I tell <laughs> you. So if you um, if you've been following me on socials, I've talked about the fact that uh, it's about six or eight weeks ago now. Yeah, I had a prolapse. Um and my usually just decided to try and extend my body? <laughs> And I really wanted, you've been an amazing help. I'm working with two different physios and Sarah has been amazing that women, so many women, that friends I've talked to who've been peeing themselves for years, not had anything done about it, have had prolapses of different kinds and stuff. And I went, I have to be loud about this. So I'm going to do a series of, um, we're going to (laughs) talk everything about fannies and prolapses. (laughs) with uh with sarah the physio and we're also going to have a chat to the other physio i'm seeing for a different approach as well so first up sarah my super shy she is so yeah. uncomfortable but tell us your canadian <laughs> chick come on tell us a bit about you and, yeah, and I'm, I'm
1: shaking over yeah. here in
0: the background I know, you'll be right okay <laughs> uh yep
1: canadian Definitely been uh in Australia for about fourteen years. Haven't picked the accent up yet, although I seem to have picked up an Irish accent. So I don't now, know
0: what you're doing at the moment. I'm not really sure. She where doesn't care. She's but, that shy. Yeah, yeah. Typically.
1: So Jen, Jen's literally bribed me to do this. I
0: have. <laughs> she has to. This is so, so important. Come it, on, it's tell tell really, so that I'm important. Yeah. 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 Why so, do you like physios, or how did you get an interest in physio? Mm-hmm. In not physio, physio, but fanny physio. Physio and fanny physio.
1: So physio. In
0: general, a
1: long time ago, I was a runner in primary school. I had some hip pain and I saw this really cool person who fixed my hip pain by showing me some stuff and teaching me some stuff. And that stuff. Anyway, me. when
0: I grow up, I want to be one of them. I want to fix people. So how did you to progress to being people. fannies? Fannies came I'm the, out the big out dive. I'm sure you' <laughs> should be the fanny physio, but I'm not.
1: So I swear I was never, ever, ever getting into any type of pelvic health. Women's health, no interest. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Everything blows out and there's you know, blood and stitches and tears. and back. Back. Me, no. That's not
0: my part. Fantastic. And then you pee yourself for the rest of your life and you I don't have
1: to live with it. Oh,
0: maybe I've peed a bit. But yeah. anyway, go. what have happened? You have to I don't. She's it. fixed. My, she's already fixed my pee. You don't have to. Don't. Have to be, really. So we're going to talk about <laughs> peas. We going to talk about it all. Come it on. all.
1: So I had a baby and I came out of it <laughs> relatively <laughs> unscathed compared to a lot of people. But... I had a baby and nothing worked the same afterwards. It was different. It was new. It was, what is this body? What's happening in it? And I just went, holy moly, that was was rough on my body. And I started talking to other women who were going through things. And I just got a real interest in coming from a sports and musculoskeletal background. Yep. I applied all of that to what I knew yep. was very little about the pelvis. Yeah. And I've been learning ever since for the last eight years.
0: So with that, you raise a really good point, that you had a baby and then had a prolapse. Mm-hmm. I am the big out there dyke, have not had children. Not that that's a yeah. thing. But you can you know, you know, can be a dyke and a lesbian and have children and all that stuff. However, I'd never birthed, and so I had never – mindfully done any kind of kegel exercises or given any thought to supporting my my pelvic floor yeah doing you know gym work and lifting weights and uh i just never imagined that this could happen to me so this podcast is actually for whether you've birthed not birthed no matter your age this is really important so It's,
1: it's a big thing so we've got everybody's got a pelvis Everybody and
0: guys problems. guys get pelvic floor prolapses yeah. as well so um all right so we're going to get into this we're going to break this down over a few podcasts yes so hang in and uh we're going to talk today about which which one are we the
1: wee one why do i sneeze why no. do I wheeze when I
0: sneeze? We're not, yeah, she, she wanted to <laughs> name all the podcasts. Why do I wheeze when I sneeze? I'm sorry, that's the Canadian Canadians. That's <laughs> oh, yeah, so, that. Sarah, why do we wheeze, wheeze when we sneeze? Because a lot of women wheeze when they sneeze mm-hmm. and they don't even realise they've had a prolapse or something. Yeah. Oh, where yeah. I just went straight to, that thing's falling out of me. Uh, it's, and and whether it's I had no peeing, right? yeah. I had no peeing first.
1: No, you didn't. And, no. and a lot of people have that even without prolapse. So
0: why do we? She has. She's got. Here's something. Here's something shared earlier. (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't
1: staged whatsoever. Not at all.
0: Okay. So okay. Just to be. So if you are watching, you can watch the video version of this. Or if you're on Spotify or something, you're probably or Apple, you're going to get. Depending on your podcast platform, you may not be able to see the visual of this. But she's going to describe it all, aren't you, Sarah? Oh, in detail. In great detail. detail. She's very good at describing this. Go for it. So.
1: The best way I can describe the pelvis is yeah. I'm an interactive girl. I'm a see it, feel it girl. So if you take your hands and you put your hands on the front of your hips or what we all think is our hips, yeah, and it's that bony bit. Isn't that our hips? That's the front of the pelvis. I really the hips mean. are way down lower.
0: Oh yeah, and okay. then
1: if you walk your hands oh, down, you oh, got the socket. Yeah, oh. that's down low. Okay, so walk, it down. If you walk your hands down lower. That's the pubic symphysis.
0: That's where the front of everything joins. Pubic bone. Yep. You, your pubic you, bone. You, Oh yeah. Bone. Oh, we're gonna pre- for those of you who can watch the video. Yeah. Go to YouTube if you want to watch the video. There you go. Front of your hips, and then you can walk down. That's the pubic. So that's symphysis. your hip socket. So your hips really are all the way down yep. here.
1: They kind of sit like this. Well, in There. Oh. So they're way down there. Yep. So that's that. The pubic bone. bone and pubic bone. Right here, some people say, Oh, I've got pubic symphysis problems or it grinds when people are pregnant. And then, if you walk around underneath, that's your ischial tuberosity, that's your sit bones, so your sitting you bones. Put your hands under, and you can feel that knobbly, you know, just sit yep, yeah, bones. Sure. And then at the back, we've got the sacrum, so that's sort of that up above the tailbone portion. It's that's
0: one I prepared earlier. This
1: guy, there's one we prepared earlier. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the pelvis in a nutshell.
0: Right, and that, and that right. holds all those bits in, and up in here is our internal organs. All the good stuff. Ooh. So that's the <laughs>
1: intestines and the bladder, which I don't have, and the uterus and the rectum, it's all in there. Yeah. And the only thing holding all that stuff from falling out the bottom
0: is your poor little pelvic floor. Which I thought, before I met you, I thought your pelvic floor literally was – Something that sat up here wow. visually up high. Oh, yeah. I really did. Wow. I thought it was like a hammock and everything sat on top of it. I had no idea that your pelvic floor is these three muscles that wrap around everything. Yeah. I didn't true. even know we had three. Now I can actually isolate all three. I can. As I was sitting here talking to you, I'm going, oh, i am go, oh, you can't see what she's oh, doing. Oh, I can. See. I can do all three. There's a, there's a whole bunch
1: in there. there okay. whole bunch. Tell us about the three, uh, or tell tell us yeah. what you want. Yeah, definitely. Well, the, the some of the biggest guys that is. you need to worry about for that control yep is uh, there's pubo which goes around the front. Yep, pubo and pubo And those sort of our big bowl lifters. There are big holders that help hold everything. Yep. And those guys often if you are having kids and in childbirth they get stretched to kingdom come because you think what size that hole
0: usually is. And it yes, and a baby's head comes out of that thing. And it's not even just the head.
1: It's then the shoulders and everything else. It's like a footballer. That's
0: why I didn't, you know, I didn't have a baby for a reason. Yeah. I think I I had two, and I think maybe you were ahead of the game. Mm, That's right. I'll just play with the uterus. (laughs) Or you uh, keep going. Okay, so all right. If we're gonna talk about wheeze, yes, what's weak, what's happened for a woman to be seen yeah, so when they sneeze.
1: That pelvic floor. That pelvic floor can do a couple of things. It can right. either be loose and floppy where it's not working well enough. Right. Know, like like the back of your touch up lady arms when you are oh, yeah. forty and yeah. you get a little loose and floppy. Happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. Pelvic floor is similar, so we need to build up the strength. The other thing that you can have is overactive.
0: Oh, that was me. Mm. Mine was too tight.
1: too tight. Too it's tight. Overactive. It doesn't know how to chill out, and relax, and so then if you're up there and you go to wee, there's nowhere else for it to squeeze. There's yeah. nowhere else for it to
0: mm. help
1: hold, and so that's a hard one too. Yeah. So it can be a couple of things.
0: I think. How would it be showing up in when they pee? So mm. are they they kind of pee dribbling? Are they peeing and then? Have, uh, they stand up and then they need to pee again. They yeah. they don't, not getting it all out in one pee. Yes. And I count my pees now. Yes, I do. I try to pee around 15 seconds, a good yes. strong flow. Definitely. I do so many fun things now. <laughs> I'm so patient there time too. Yeah. You know? yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, yep. So, definitely what I hear from a lot of people when they've got an overactive or tight pelvic floor yes. is. They know they need to go and they sit down and nothing comes out and they can feel that kind of front of tummy bladder bursting ready to go, yeah. but nothing comes out they almost have to push to get it started. Right. The other thing is the stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, or the little bit comes out. Then you got to stand up, reset, sit down, a right. little bit more comes out. Right. So we want a nice steady stream, start to finish, full empty. About 15 seconds is a good
0: time for a grown <sighs> man 15 seconds okay Mm -hmm. yeah so if you think about it for a moment because so many i've met so many my dear friends who have had and whether they've had kids or not had kids some from one woman uh, one of my surfing mates she's had um three prolapses once from birthing and two from sport oh yeah she's a And so, if you're peeing, maybe it's time to speak to see a fanny physio. By the way, there are physios that specialise in fannies. If you're North American, not that fanny. No, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> Aussies with an English people, fanny is our fanny. There you go. Yeah. English, they call a butt a fanny, not a fanny. A, a North Americans call North Americans call bum bags. Yeah, fanny a, a bum a fanny. Anyway, so we don't. So anyway, it's it's your vaginal bits, your girly bits. That's yeah. what we're talking about. So yeah, so, you, you they shoot, there are there's physios, and in America, because I've got a lot of American listeners yeah. and Canadians, they call them physical therapists. Yeah. We call them physios because we shorten everything. Yep,
1: yeah, absolutely. For your American friends too, there are in network and out of network, and a whole different set of people that do. Because they have a whole different Fanny. insurance oh, there. Good. Right. But
0: they but can find Fanny you can find your
1: Fanny Physio whether you're in or out. It does not matter. Right. That goes more way than one, doesn't
0: it? It does. <laughs> <laughs> She's a funny chick, this one. She keeps me amused as <laughs> she does interesting more things to my mental. body.
1: <laughs> okay. So, okay. So here's Jen. Jen's sitting. Jen has to have a big sneeze. There's something tickling in her nose. Yeah. And what happens? Jen's diaphragm, which sits up here does Mm. a big to get the sneeze and her abs do a big to get the sneeze and that poor little pelvic floor that's already holding up all the internal stuff against gravity yeah isn't quite strong enough and boom everything goes down yep and it bottoms out in a sense and we have a little bit of leakage or we have an almighty leakage yep and that's that's stress incontinence
0: that's stress incontinence stress incontinence so
1: those are the people my favorite question i asked about four people that today yeah if i got you to drink a triple shot shot of coffee
0: yeah we drink coffee yeah you do in north america but if you had a triple shot coffee, that breath in me wants (laughs) to slap her right now (laughs) and say drink water i'm
1: helping jennifer yeah Yeah.
0: yeah, that's okay
1: yep so if you had a big triple shot coffee and I said to you, I want to wait till your bladder's flow and I want you to go bounce on the trampoline with the kids.
0: Oh, they'd be so can tell by
1: people's faces if they're oh. going to have a problem or not. They go, Ooh, Oh, mm, mm, mm. Mm. or they'll go. Hey, are the ones that go, no, I'd be fine. I did that last weekend. Well,
0: that's interesting because, like me, and it's not my the front part that's I didn't have stress incontinence, but mm-hmm. I was still using my lymphosizer every day yeah. leading up to when I did a massive cough one day, which is how mine products, yep. yes, or how yes, I noticed yes. my products. Yes. Because um, yes. we know now it had been obviously sneaking there for a while, and I just we didn't notice that we suspect. Yeah. yeah. And it's
1: definitely a higher risk post baby um birthing because yep. the the stretch that we have to the pelvic floor yeah carrying in pregnancy
0: even if it's not a
1: vaginal delivery when you've carrying, got a baby
0: pushing sure. on the back of your bladder and, your, and all your uh, pelvic floor yeah a lot
1: of extra weight yeah and the other thing is post-menopause mm. because for anybody listening whoever has gone through menopause yeah the muscles and the tone and the strength just aren't the same unless you're really working at it and you work at everything else because you see everything else. Yeah. So you know, you start to get that muffin top, creeping in, and then buckshot lady arms yeah. and the et cetera, et cetera. She cracks me up. And you see it and you work yeah. on it. You yeah. don't see the pelvic floor. Yeah, no, you don't. And you don't know it's a problem. And you don't, it's a problem.
0: Well, same, you don't realize that there's a natural atrophy that happens as yeah. we decrease our estrogen production, which is what our body's meant to do. Yeah. Um. That It's a natural thing that kind of happens and just what will be results in a month or so's time, we'll do another, I'll do a podcast because I'm running a study on my body at the moment, playing with marine collagen to see if I can bring some plumpness, is that the word for it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if I can bring some plumpness back to, uh, to do a, a, a natural version of the estrogen to help my pelvic floor yes we're using me as a case study that's another study i'm not show you before <laughs> and after. i will not show the before and after photos but i promise we have with the before photos have been taken yes they have. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: all right what do we need to tell um, them what do they need to do about the pee and if they're sneezing yeah
1: so if you're wheezing when you're sneezing One of the biggest things is if I have a big, big take home message is see a pelvic health physio. Yeah. Regular physios are awesome. I used to be one. I still do all that. That is so important, but see somebody who can actually properly assess your pelvis, your pelvic floor muscles. That can be a lot of different ways. That can be biofeedback. That can be pressure. That can be talking. That can be looking. That can be internal assessment. Yeah, which is not. Which,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, that's the thing. So yeah. you will have a very. You know, I've been to gynos a million years ago. Uh, you will have a very different internal examination with a physio.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, a very thorough. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah had places <laughs> you didn't know you had. Was everything about me <laughs> uh, and it was so good so good I can say that now at the moment at the I of like the what <laughs> you're gonna what
1: You aren't
0: <laughs> however it was you know the the science and that breath brain in me that was so good thorough and I've been to two different physios two fanny physios and they've both done basically the same exam so it is it's a set thing, and it's really cool, and it will just tell so much about what's going on. So yes. don't worry, shame, and all those things. Don't even worry about that stuff because it's they they make you feel so comfortable. Yeah, I keep saying these bills do not get paid enough money because yeah. it is a very specialized field. I'm dead serious. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's really cool. We get paid in the gratitude for when we help people. With that, we got peeing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what? You joke about that, but I've literally had people who yeah. wore, I had a girlfriend of mine wore black pants or shorts for four years after having a baby. You yeah. couldn't even feel when she was wetting herself and she was petrified. She's going to be out for dinner yeah. with her husband. It's real. And stand up from the table and find out when you hit her leg. Like she didn't, she didn't yeah. know. And that's huge. A, that's a game changer that makes you stop doing the things you love. So, yeah. Biggest take-home is you don't have to stop doing the things you love. Don't let your bladder and your wheeze control you. Yeah. You learn how to control it. And there are people everywhere all over the world that can help you do that.
0: Yeah. 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 So what are the biggest uh, incidences that kind of aggravate? So, you know, like I know now, I hadn't been doing pelvic floor. I also know if you're carrying extra weight, that's more pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked. We've had very intimate conversations about our poo. But yes. being the naturopath in me, that's big for me because poo is really important. It's huge, that's a big. constipation will. Aggravate, exacerbate can pelvic cause. floor. You do can cause pelvic floor yeah. prolapse. <clears throat> so you want to, you know, I've done so many podcasts on poo. Mm-hmm. Um, go back and listen to them because they're really important. Squatty potties if you yeah. I have done, yeah, yes. yeah I've done them about squatty potties yeah, on, yeah. and I've personally used squatty potties or a stool for over 30 years. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's the big thing. If you have a happy, healthy poo, yeah, and a nice schedule. Then you're not going to get those, you know, those rock card baseballs coming out. Yep. Because from my side of things on this pelvis, I don't know how you can see with the light, but deep in there, that's actually rectum. So everything goes through that. You can imagine if that poor little guy has it's like a, a baseball yeah, in there. Yeah. And then it's got to push through that pelvic floor. It has to get through. And it's not because the medication. pelvic
0: floor wraps around your it anus does. as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. So part goes around vagina, yep. part goes around anus, and part is that nice big bowl that helps hold everything up. Yeah. we have got a couple other little guys as well, sphincters that we need to help with control. Mm. But one of the biggest things is is positioning, which I'm sure you've gone over in the potties, yeah. and not letting yourself get constipated and not pushing down. Absolutely. That pushing down. Which brings us sort of back around to the whole
0: gym Well, and the gym thing. Yeah. Well, I was pushing. I was doing. I'd hold my abs tight, but was not pulling my pelvic floor up. Yeah. And uh, that screwed me up big time. Yep. It's a big cylinder, so we've got.
1: The diaphragm at the top, yeah, and then the pelvic floor is actually the bottom of that diaphragm, and they work together with your breathing, right? And then you've got those the core, so the abs and the and the back muscles around it. And we love to work our core, yeah, great to protect the back. Yes. The problem is when we work the core really, really hard, but there's nothing happening below. It the poor pressure, yeah, pressure. Yep. So. I love getting people to figure out how to work their pelvic floor and work their core, and then we do work it together.
0: Them. On, give oh. You you've got to teach them a little bit. Okay, oh. come on. Oh, okay. We're come right on. Yeah, we're gonna teach you like a little bit. I do it at home. Yes, I'd love to do it at home. Is it do it at home? You got to go to the YouTube channel to check this, guys. Yeah. If um, find me on YouTube, Molly's well, so good at, at verbal, verbal, yeah, because some of you might need it. another. Yeah. or I'll also create, I'll do a clip, I will do a clip out of this part of the reel, or I will make okay. a reel out of this part, yep, as well. All right, so share it with all you your friends, it's important. Get your okay.
1: fingertips and you find those sit bones. Oh,
0: you made me do that them. when oh. my first appointment, you made me do this,
1: and you get your fingertips just inside the sit bones, so that. you can do it on one side or both sides, yep, depends how long you're arms are. Yep. Now what I want you to think is I want you to try to lift your pelvic floor. So that I've had a few good visualizations. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yep. So if you squeeze the front pole and the back hole together and try to suck them up towards your belly button. Yep. So that's a
0: goodie. That one if you're going.
1: I'm not sure if I'm I've learned blueberries for so many people. Imagine you're picking up a (laughs) (laughs) blueberries not huge
0: one. See if you get a funny thing.
1: Flips.
0: All right. So then, so you're pulling up your pee hole and your poo hole, yep. so drawing goes. them up. Right. Okay, up, that's the visual. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Or if the if the blueberry
1: works better for you,
0: you're using your lips. Yep. Down low, and you're scooping the lips, lips of your vulva. In. Yes, you're to pull up a blueberry.
1: Okay. Yep. So Those are two great tips. Okay. Now, what you can do without the hands underneath you? Yes, you can sit. Nice and flat in yeah. a what we call a neutral position, so a nice upright position. And I want you to think about leaning forwards just a little smidge, so that that front bit, that yeah. clitoral bit, is down on the ground yep. of the chair. And I want you to try and imagine you're going to lift that away from the chair. It's getting fancy.
0: I can do that one. Yeah, I can do the front one better than the back one. I've learned. Yeah. I'm working my back one. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's anterior pelvic floor. Right. And then we're gonna rock back over those bones back onto the bottom bit a little bit uh-huh. almost under the tailbone and we're going to squeeze the bottom like we're in private company and we get past wind but we cannot let that wind go
0: oh. yeah so
1: <laughs> back soften and
0: oh, except
1: for you anomaly
0: <laughs> yeah a strong front
1: yeah so back often easier for people to cue easier mm. for them to squeeze the beauty of those the kind of three main pelvic floor guys is there's three of them that working together called the levator anion. And if we get squeezed at the back passage, we're still getting benefit to the front, hmm. even though it's more so back. If you can separate them out, fantastic. But if you can only get one, Get
0: the your bumhole. Pull yep. your bumhole right. up, so you ladies the bum and guys. Yep, pull them up. Guys, prolapse as well. Okay. So okay. Those are- That's a huge cool tip. Yeah,
1: that's so a nice way to feel what you're doing because you're on the chair. Yeah. You can actually feel what's happening whether you're doing it or not.
0: Well, you taught me that in the very first con- you know consult, mm-hmm. and uh, before you did the internal. And uh, it was great because it helped me. i a visual, so it helped me visualize what I needed to do because I realized, you know, when it first happened and it took me a couple of weeks to get an appointment with you. <clears throat> sorry about that. Anyway. Um, There's a lot of pelvic to see. There. there are. Yeah. I, you know, I Googled Kegels and things and the explanations that people were saying to do them, I realized I was not doing my Kegels properly. And mm. because my pelvic floor was tight, yes. which Sarah discovered in doing an internal, um, and you described it so well, like if you've got a tight shoulder muscle, okay, and you're trying to exercise it, you can't. It it has to relax before you can strengthen it. So I had a tight pelvic floor, Mm -hmm. and I'm doing (laughs) Kegels 10 to the dozen. Propagating. Making it worse. Making it worse. So if you've got any... Pee in when you sneeze, mm-hmm. go and see a fanny physio and find out why, find out why yeah. which, it, it, you know, they will. That's their specialty.
1: Yeah. Okay. And
0: uh, because that's a big difference. I was pumping out kegels and I had real saying, do your kegels, do your kegels. I needed to relax my pelvis before I could, pelvic floor before I could even think about doing kegels.
1: I think that's a big thing about actually getting a proper assessment done is because you don't know if it's too tight and doing those squeeze, 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 you're going to make yourself yeah. worse, not yeah. worse, but propagate it yeah. or if it's loose and then you do need the strength. But then are you doing it properly? Because yeah. that's another big thing that people say to me, oh, I don't know if I'm not doing it, right? Mm. And then we'll actually check and they will go, am I squeezing? And I go, no. No. <laughs> yeah. Nope. yeah, so that's the
0: thing. You well, know, you might be able to squeeze hard and then it just literally yeah. can't relax, which is my thing. It I've got all the strength, but I can't relax it fast enough. It doesn't yeah. just relax and let go. So I'm working on all that. That's part of my treatment protocol.
1: You just have to learn to let it oh, go. Stop it. Let it go. That's really fun when I start singing that, in the middle you. of an internal pelvic exam
0: to people and they go, ah. Yeah. Okay. Remind me again why I pay you to do the things <laughs> oh, you do to oh, me.
1: Why oh, like, oh, do well, you want me to come here? It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so this is part one. So you've, you've learned something on how to identify and, and what to do uh, and go and see a, fan, a fanny physio if you need. And we will be back. Uh, the next podcast is going to be part two, which was? I've got got to go. I got to go i will not Yes. Okay, we're going to talk about that. And then... We'll talk about, uh, once we've laid the groundwork and not freaked you all out totally, we're actually going to talk about the kind of treatments that uh, Sarah's been doing on me. <laughs> yes, which is not called She Puts Needles. What? So hang out for that one too. Anyway, that's it. Thank you. Thank you. This is incredibly important work. I never realised it was so important until it happened to me. And if, if this shit can happen to me and I'm so aware of health, it can happen to everyone. So that's why I'm so passionate to make this change.
1: And thank you to you for telling the masses because you know me. That you know, my fanny try dropped in down. my little cubby yeah, <laughs> hole and tell one little person at a time.
0: But people do really need to know. Again, yeah. do something Well, about thank it. you for getting it outside your yeah. comfort zone and doing this with me. I appreciate it. All right, we're out of here. See you guys. <laughs> I want to thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed my podcast, please let me know by leaving a review on Apple Podcast. Every month, I draw one lucky person who leaves a review, have a free one-hour consultation with me. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're tuning in from so that you always catch the next episode. I welcome your emails and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember, when it comes to life, live it, love it, and get on with it.